Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Can we add to that intro on Fridays? And on Fridays, he's in a hellaciously good mood. What is up? Happy Friday. Happy. Good morning, Tom. Is this, um, God, I hate the term hump day, but that's okay. You put it into the show. Then you made up or brought to the fore yesterday, the forefront. What was it? Oh, I'm sorry. Friday Junior. Good morning. What is Friday in your vernacular? Promise you yours work. TGIF. Bill, happy Friday to you. We made it. We made it to Friday. TGIF is also, I mean, you call Friday, thank God it's Friday. That's the name of Friday? Yes. We made it. We're here. We made it. We did it. Happy almost weekend. We got a great couple hours of sports talk radio for you to get you closer to your official end of day today to help us do that former Vikings GM current CBS Sports HQ NFL analyst Supreme Rick Spielman will be on the show and he's got a spiel for us Tommy he's got a spiel man (laughs) you like that you didn't like that you rolled your eyes it's okay um look anything that's a disease or can be a disease. Anything that can be fun but has an addiction end to it will have consequences. And we're seeing that double whammy in sports gambling reports about Phil Mickelson. He's pushing back. But nonetheless, more news out of Iowa State and football players connected to allegations of gambling, including on a game this player played in. We'll get into that later in the show. I, I'm a hope. Tom, would you describe me as a hopeful person? You know me. Yes, I would say you're a hopeful person. The glass ha- is half full. I'm a, I'm a hopeful kind of guy, but that doesn't mean that I that I uh, walk into a uh, you know life bar, if you will, and order a big old glass of false hope. Give me the false hope on on row three. No man, I ain't a Raiders fan. That it ain't gonna work this this year in Vegas, and we're gonna get into one of their players. Understandably, it almost felt like begging the universe for a change. We'll hit the Raiders a little bit in the show. We've got buy or sell today. We got a good one. It is robust, it is bursting, it is exciting. We've got Bum of the Week, a lot of really good candidates. The phone number here on the show is 855-212-4CBS. Pretty Daddy over here, watch some more Justified. That's exciting for me, but we'll start here. Quarterbacks to find the National Football League. C.J. Stroud, number two overall pick of the Houston Texans out of, as I'm sure you know, Ohio State. Played last night, couple series, Small sample size, it was a car wreck. It was a disaster. It was ugly. And the easy take, the proper perspective, 
the normal route that I would go is everybody calm down. It's not a big deal. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. The dude's young. It's just the beginning. You can't judge someone by a, a single or a couple sample size realities. Dude was two for four, I believe is the number. It's hard because there were so many throws, the four throws, so many to keep track of. Uh, he was also sacked, and he threw an interception. He had a QB rating of negative 4,231.6. In fact, on football reference, for the moment, based on that performance, they have downgraded him to a punter on his position. Okay, that's not true. All of that's an overreaction. And there's plenty of reasons that we can point out and say, it's going to be fine, don't worry about it, it's one game. He does have a rookie head coach in D'Amico Ryan's. All right, fine, it's going to work out. But here's the thing. Here's the reality. And as my timeline yesterday got flooded on the thing that the artist formerly known as Twitter, as my timeline got flooded with C.J. Stroud looks brutal, as I watched this young dude struggle Game's fast. Life comes at you fast, and the NFL comes at you faster when you were a newly minted quarterback at that level coming out of college. As I watched it, I had a gnawing pit in my stomach that as much as it's not a decisive reality, it may be indicative of what's to come for C.J. Stroud because history tells us that you're going to have guys who fail. And when you have guys that are picked first and second in the draft, as we have this year, hasn't happened many times. It has now happened four times in this century. We have never, and you can go back all the way to the 90s. Literally, I stopped looking in the 80s last time I did this. We've never had players drafted one and two in an NFL draft overall in recent memory who have succeeded. And so it's not just the C.J. Stroud struggled. It's the likelihood that guys are going to succeed when they're drafted number one, let alone a guy at one and a guy at two. And I I know we played it yesterday. I know you heard it yesterday. And maybe it's just the, again, D-Cell's worried about me. I think he's going to send some people to do an intervention, just, you know, having fallen maybe for the Aaron Rodgers okie-dokie. Rodgers' words for Bryce Young, who looked, by the way, pretty good in practice, as we understand it, and has looked really sharp in some of the things that the reporting that's come out. Aaron Rodgers' words for Bryce Young apply to C.J. Stroud, even if it's unlikely both of these guys, just historically speaking, are going to be able to follow what the all-time great, now Jet quarterback, has to say. Be gentle with yourself. It's a long journey. Uh, it feels like every little snap and practice is the end of the world if it doesn't go right. It's just not true. It's a long, uh, long journey. It's about holding on to your confidence and enjoying the ride, enjoying the little things every day. Tim Couch, Baker Mayfield, Ryan Leaf, the dude who came out of LSU who put on more weight than I have, whose name I should absolutely be able to remember, Jamarcus Russell. Those are just number one overall picks, by the way, or top picks, who struggled, who didn't succeed. Let me give you the list, because I do think history is a guide. And that is, because Tom is wondering, an expression, Tom, that I approve of. I'm not saying that C.J. Stroud is going to be a failure. I'm not saying that one really rough outing in, in a preseason game that doesn't really matter is going to define who he's going to be as a quarterback. I am saying that the washout rate for quarterbacks in the National Football League is shockingly high. And it is incongruous with our view, our perspective, that if you're drafted with a top one or two or five or ten pick at the quarterback position, 
most people think those guys are going to make it. You go back and you watch draft coverage on the folks up in Bristol or anybody, anywhere else, even CBS Sports, you know, HQ, you're not going to – it's going to be compliment after compliment. This guy has got a great arm. He's got to work out. What a great fit. Nobody – and that actually drives me crazy because no one wants to be wrong like I was about Jalen Brunson. Nobody wants to be on camera saying something that looks stupid in retrospect. But the reality is most of these guys fail. Most of these guys wash out. Most guys don't make it. Let me give you a, just a little proof about history being a guide. Here's what the guide points to. In 2021, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson were taken number one and number two overall. Now, Trevor Lawrence is going to work out, but barely. Urban Meyer's departure means that that's going to be okay. Zach Wilson's not okay. He's not going to make it. He's not going to succeed. All the storylines and hard knocks about Aaron Rodgers is going to teach him how to be a QB, it's going to add up to nothing. He didn't, he didn't succeed. That's one example that both guys don't make it. Then you got to go all the way back to 2016 when... By the way, and in the 21 draft, Trey Lance, Tommy's guy, was number three. If you want to just like throw in a reminder how hard this is to do. 21, two teams moved up to go to one to go to two to get Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Certainly, and I guess you can parse this because Wentz won a Super Bowl, but he was injured and was great. But both these guys haven't worked out. Not at the level that was expected. I think Goff maybe, you can chalk up Goff to the, the low end, I think, of the success spectrum if you want to he he's made a Super Bowl he's really good again he's resurrected his career twice he's not great but he's he was good in Detroit he think he'll be good this year but I don't think anybody anybody would argue Carson Wentz was a success he's gotten and I don't have it in front of me but I believe 331 head coaches fired just by his mere presence so now we have two examples where it's not a lock then we go to 2015 Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, neither guy made it. 2012, Andrew Luck, who did succeed in a guy named RG3. Now, that was injury, and they both had great first years. Remember, RG3 actually almost had the more dynamic rookie season, took that team to a, to a playoff opportunity, but he didn't make it. And if you want to go beyond the century, 99, Tim Couch and my buddy Donovan McNabb, only one of the guys made it. Year before that, Manning and that Ryan Leaf guy I talked to you about. The point is, it's not just last night's lack of success from C.J. Stroud. It's not just trying to clutch on to, look at one game, he sucks. I'm not looking at last night's game and saying he's not going to make it, or I'm worried he's not going to make it, or I have a pit in my stomach about C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans because I like to overreact to things. I'm saying it because I like to look at history because it does indicate what's going to happen. And the reality is most quarterbacks fail, and many of the quarterbacks that fail fail early and in an ugly way. The game of football is overwhelming two quarterbacks at the quarterback position if they don't have, for whatever reason, what it takes to deal with the speed of the game or the pressure or the reality of the National Football League. And that is true if you talk to guys who have tried to make this journey, if you talk to guys who have made the journey, if you talk to guys who played in the NFL. For a lot of quarterbacks, including those who are drafted really high in the draft, it is clear to their teammates often the moment they step onto the practice field. That's what guys will tell you. They'll be like, oh, man, I remember when... This guy, this poor SOB, stepped onto the practice field. We just, we just knew it wasn't going to work out. And there's no reason that wouldn't translate to a preseason game. Now, I, I, dude, I like Tomiko Ryan. So I don't even know if I like him. I'm rooting for him. Rookie head coach, good luck. But I watched that game. Tommy watched that game. You probably watched that game. It's not like C.J. Stroud was electric and looked amazing and had an unfortunate sack and an unfortunate pick, but you're like, wow, this guy's got it. This guy really ran around well. So I don't love hearing D'Amico Ryans sound like he's really struggling to come up with something positive to say. 
thought he moved around well. Was a went, went to the right place with the ball a couple of times, you know, and it was good to see him move out of the pocket and try to make some things happen there. We know we have some things to clean up up front. I right? don't want him having to move as much, but we all have things to clean up and get better at. But I thought it was a, a good first outing, good look at live action. So I thought it was good for him. Went to the right place a couple times. Didn't necessarily succeed. At the right. Look, this isn't potty training your two-year-old as Tommy's about to experience, okay? How's it going with the number two? He went a couple times to the right spot. You know, a couple times to the floor. It happens. That's, it's a quarterback in the National Football League. We'll let C.J. Stroud have his say. I'm not rooting against him. I'm not predicting his demise. I'm just telling you, between him and Bryce Young, history suggests it's not going to go well. And this was the first opportunity. We're seeing, and it probably won't be the last, come what may, where Stroud, as the face of the Texans, by the way, still having to push back on Davis Mills as the starting quarterback. There is a competition of sorts, and probably better for Stroud, honestly, not to win the job. It won't go that way because rookie head coaches don't have any sense of long-term thinking. But this was the first, usually, we'll see if I'm wrong on Ryan's, this is the first time Stroud, as the quarterback of the Texans, or the would-be quarterback of the Texans, off a bad outing, had to come and face the media. A learning opportunity for myself, um, and really this whole football team, and um, it was good to kind of see the, the second group in there. Davis did a great job, um, led them right down, and um, then Tank made a, a couple great plays that we've known Tank could to, uh, to do. So, um, and then Case goes in there and, and caps it off. So um, that's really what camp has been about, just man, just uplifting each other, then learning from my mistakes. I'm learning from their mistakes, and we're just helping and growing uh, each other. So, yeah, it, it's tough trying to, like, like yeah, I want the play bag and I want to be perfect, but that w- that is what this camp and preseason is for, just to make mistakes. So when it comes to um, regular season, I don't make those anymore. It's four throws, two for four. It's one interception, sack in a preseason game that doesn't matter, in which he only had a couple series, and there's a long road to go, even to a degree before we get to the first regular season game in the NFL of C.J. Stroud's career, which in and of itself won't define who he's going to be. But if C.J. Stroud is going to succeed in the NFL, like really succeed, and Bryce Young is going to succeed in the National Football League, it will literally be historically unprecedented. And let me say this, too. I've been doing radio for a long time, and before I was doing radio... Before I was back to being an NBA insider, I was a national columnist at another website. That's not CBS, and you shouldn't go to anymore. I have literally either done this radio opening or written this column in 2021, in 2016, in 2015, and in 2012. And every time I have gotten some version of, you're an idiot, man. Luck and RG3 are both Hall of Famers. I've said, I hope so. Just we haven't seen. You're dumb. This isn't RG3, man. This is Jameis Winston, uh, Marcus Mariota, bro. They're going to crush it. And I said, I hope that's true. And then 2016, bro, this isn't last year, all right? Golf and ones are the real deal. This isn't like those other bums, and so on and so forth. History plays in patterns, and the pattern tells us it is shockingly unlikely that both Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are going to make it. And I know it's one outing, but I got a, I got a knot in my stomach for poor C.J. Stroud because that bad start reflects a reality we have seen forever in the National Football League. Odds are both these guys aren't going to make it, and it's not a good beginning 
for the young dude in Houston. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope he can break the pattern. By the way, if you've got a take, if you've got a perspective, if you think, do you think, do you believe, do you buy the notion that both Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, with everything lined against you historically, can actually succeed as a duo for the first time in living memory as the number one and two pick in the National Football League draft at the quarterback position one and two. Eight five five two one two four cbs I don't even know what Tommy thinks. We're going to ask him in a second. Because Tommy's kind of a curmudgeon, but sometimes he's got a soft spot in his heart where he just wants to let out the sunshine like a Care Bear, like, a, like an angry Care Bear. Angry Care Bear would be a good one for you. Eight five five two one two four cbs Do you think both these dudes can make it? We'll hear from our angry Care Bear pretty daddy over here. What a great nickname. I got so many for you. And we'll get into Phil Mickelson's retort to a shocking gambling accusation coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Writer Than You. We're going to throw the show plan out the window. Okay? We're going to lean into jazz, Tommy. I love that. I absolutely love that. On CBS Sports Radio. Would you enjoy, it's not by yourself, that's in an hour, Tom, but would you enjoy if every time you play that rejoin, I just threw out whatever we had planned and I just talked about something totally random? Uh, I would never play that rejoin again, then. Right, okay. Because I like the rejoin. It's time to talk about the growth of pickleball. Delete that rejoin as we speak. So, got a little viewing suggestion for you, because you, the last one paid off a little bit, right? I'm all ears these days. You, did you watch any more Justified last night? I watched episode number two. Ah, uh, yes. The one in which... Raylan has to go after an escaped convict? That's correct, yes. Who had money buried in homes that was being built, and he kind of forgot where he buried said money. If I remember properly, Raylan has his gun taken or something at a convenience store. Oh, they took his hat, too, his beloved cowboy hat, and they locked him in the closet, I believe. That's right. Dude, that hat becomes a main character in that show. All right, um... I'm going to go sports here. I'm going to give a little sports because I, you seem like a sports guy to me. 
since you work on a sports show. Yeah, yeah, I should be anyway. You ready? Yes. Dramatic pause. Messi plays tonight in Miami against Charlotte in this uh, League Cup that no one ever heard of before, you know, other than a few MLS fans. At 5.30 Pacific, my math skills, let me get the calculator. That's 8.30 your time on the East Coast. That's worth watching. I can already tell you what's going to happen. Talk to me. He's going to score four goals. Did you pay for Apple TV's thing? Uh, yes, we have it. Me we too. We have it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, real football soccer. soccer. I went into a, uh, a restaurant the other day with a football is life shirt. And the manager, who I know, is like, you spell football wrong. It's like, bro, it's a Ted Lasso <laughs> line, bro. Calm down. It's okay. Uh, real soccer in Europe begins today. And at noon, my time. So, again, let me get out the calculator. I believe that is 3 p.m. your time. Man City, who's really good, Tom, they start their Premier League defense. They won a treble last year. That is not a little creature from Star Trek. It's winning three trophy things. You can watch some real, some real soccer. Now, if I were to watch any soccer this weekend, it would be Messi. It would be Inter Miami. But let me genuinely ask you this question. Okay. I know you love Messi. He's yeah. If he's not your favorite athlete, he's one of your favorites. Yes. Are you genuinely still intrigued by what he can do in the MLS? Yes. In terms of like scoring five goals in one match, or he like didn't score, he hasn't scored five goals in a match yet. But it, yes, but, he's but he's he's making the MLS to be out to be a laughing stock. Well, he made the World Cup out to be a laughing stock, and those are the best players in the world last December. He's the best player in the world, bro. I get it, but if I turn on an Inter Miami match, like. I don't know. He's just going to run circles around everyone. Like, I, I mean, don't know if I – basically what I'm saying me, is I don't know if I'm interested in that. Let me go on a limb and say you're not a soccer expert, and so your analysis is a little a little, little, off. Absolutely. I'm somebody who's just interested in Messi. Messi and Messi alone. So here's what I think you should do. Here's what I actually think would give you some perspective. You should watch the game tonight, right? And then tomorrow or Sunday, you should watch a good Premier League or I would suggest La Liga. Do you have ESPN Plus? I do. La Liga is on there. Barcelona plays Getafe. I wow. I said that right. Okay. Wow. See, I went for it. Wow. I went guttural. Yeah. Getafe? <laughs> Getafe is not, I don't even think that's right. It's not very good. I believed you. But Getafe? Yeah, just confidence, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. You want to get, so I'm, So that's my recommendation. And then you'll just see the difference. Quality of, of the quality of the teams are much higher in Europe. But, dude, Messi is – dude, he's extraordinary. And, by the way, Sergio Busquets, who they brought in, and Jordi Alba are real are, – it's not just Messi. There's two other guys in that team who don't belong in the MLS. So it's like three of the 11 could be playing for Barcelona right now, which is one of the best teams in the world. Great talk, Tom. I love these talks. So Phil Mickelson, he's a character, man. Even before the, the reporting came out, about Phil's penchant for gambling. And I don't even know that I need to say accusations as it relates to the broader idea that he gambled a lot because he has acknowledged this and said that he has sought help. Even before that, when I was covering a multitude of sports, or just doing radio, guys, and it's all men because I don't know any women who cover the sport, the dudes that I knew who covered golf would largely roll their eyes and, and just not be a big Phil guy, right? Like, oh, he's, he's kind of a phony. And, and to come out why, right, this sort of squeaky queen clean reputation was matched behind the scenes of a penchant for gambling. To what degree, he certainly would push back. Now, there's a 
one of many books, but there's a book, Billy Walter's new book, Gambler, Secrets from a Life of Risk. This is the unauthorized Phil Mickelson book that you've probably heard a bunch about. Now, there are some serious accusations in this book, including, according to the author, that Phil bet more than a billion, with a B, dollars on sports, football, basketball, baseball over the last three decades. And this is the, the big one. He allegedly tried, didn't succeed according to the book, tried to place a $400,000 bet on Team USA in the 2012 Ryder Cup. Why would that be a major, 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 major problem? Because Phil competed in the Ryder Cup. Now, he bet, allegedly, on America versus Europe, and America lost uh, barely in that competition. But that would be a huge no-no. There's a bunch of details in the book, and it talks about how they actually find a guy who claims that Phil called him to try to place the bet, and the guy said, you don't want to be Pete Rose, get out of here. Phil has a response, and the, the gist of the response is, you know, I'll just read it to you. Quote, this is, this is Phil Mickelson's response. Quote, I never bet on the Ryder Cup. While it is well known that I always enjoy a friendly wager on the course, I would never undermine the integrity of the game. I have always been very open about my gambling addiction. I have previously conveyed my remorse, took responsibility, have gotten help, have been fully committed to therapy that has positively impacted me, and I feel good about where I am now, end quote. Now, I will say this, Tom. When I was younger, when I was a newspaper writer in Iowa, there was a guy and became one of my closest friends. May he rest in peace. Ken Fusen. If you're listening to Des Moines, Iowa, you might know that name. Just a wonderful newspaper writer, famous feature writer around the country. He was my idol and my hero. I went to the University of Missouri like he did. I was from Iowa like he was, and I wanted to write feature stories like he did. He was my idol. And I got a job at my home state newspaper, thought I'd stay there forever. And one day, I played a lot of poker, Tom. I'm able to sort of control that. I had won a bunch of money. I bought my wife's wedding ring back in the day with poker money. And people that, that knew me knew, not a lot, but I'd have like two or $3,000, a lot to a poor kid sitting in a, in a can in my apartment. And one day there was a knock on my door, and it was Ken Fusen, who had never been to my house, desperately asking me for money. My idol begging me for money. He was in trouble with gambling debts. Turned out that Ken had, had a serious gambling issue and got help later in his life and talked about it and was a role model to people who struggle with things and can overcome them. But in that moment... It was a tricky thing, right? It was a tricky, and I, I gave him the money, and I was a 22-year-old kid talking to his hero and told him I can never give you money again. And he paid me back months later. I didn't think he would, and then he asked me again, showed up another time, and I said, I can't help you. My point is this. There are good people who, who have this disease. I have seen a good person, one of the best people I've ever met in my life. Ken was an incredible human being who struggle with things and have low moments, and if you see them, it can change the way you look at them if you don't have empathy. Hard to have empathy sometimes for rich guys. I don't like Phil Mickelson from a distance, so probably harder. My reaction to this story is not that I believe Phil Mickelson. I don't, actually. I don't know what's true. I don't believe him. My reaction is, like with alcohol, which I enjoy, like with people who like to get high, which is not something that I do, like with anything that can be enjoyable, there are addiction concerns that can be attached to these things. I'm lucky. I don't have an addictive personality. I don't have depression. I'm a very lucky person in that in those respects. So I've never fallen into these traps. Look, the, the story, speaking of Iowa, out of, out of Iowa right now, I mean, I, I don't need to give you all the details. It's ugly, but Iowa State and Iowa to a degree, the universities, have been, have been mired in this reality of players on their college football teams gambling and being accused of gambling. And, and in some cases being accused of gambling on games they, 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 they played in. They're facing um, tampering with records charges, misdemeanor charges, uh, allegedly using other people's uh, 
accounts, like their parents, to place bets when they were underage. And now we got another one. I mean, just another accusation of betting on a game. And this young man, I think, bet was accused of betting a a total of like 800 bucks. But it's not the amount of money that, and by the way, accused of betting on a game he played in, not betting on Iowa to win, which is, you know, it's not as bad as betting on him to lose, or Iowa State, excuse me, I'm betting on him to lose because there's not the accusation he's going to throw the game. But my point is, my reaction to the Iowa State story and the Iowa University of Iowa story, that continues and will continue to happen. My reaction to the Phil Mickelson story is not that I believe the statements written by athletes and famous athletes like Mickelson by PR people. I don't believe Phil Mickelson. And maybe he's telling the truth, but once you go to that place, once you gamble, like when, when Ken Fusen, when Kenny, because he would come to our house for dinner, and we actually became pretty good, really good friends. He's a great guy. He came to my, Lori and my wedding. But it took a long time for me to believe that he was not gambling when he wasn't gambling because I had seen the other side of it. I don't believe Phil Mickelson, but I'm rooting for the guy. The problem becomes if you're in sports and that disease takes hold of you and you gamble on things you're not supposed to, whether you're an Iowa State football player or an Iowa football player or one of the most successful, well-paid golfers in the history of the game, if it turns out to be true, you bet on competitions you played in, you got to be banished from those games. The same way that I had to banish my friend from ever asking me for money again. Believe me, I'm 45 now. It's easier now. It would be easier now. I was 22, 23 to say to someone you, you looked up to, you worshipped, right? No. And it wasn't like, no, you, I can't help you. And he's like, okay, sounds great, thanks. It was a more difficult conversation. And you have to do, even for the people you love or the people you like, or in this case, the people that you recognize have a, have a, have a disease, you got to do the hard thing. And the hard thing is, if it's true that Phil did this, and I don't think it'd be that hard to get to the bottom of it if you wanted to look, he can never play in a golf tournament again. And I hope he is clean. I hope he does have therapy. And I hope, by his own words, that his gambling addiction, his words, has been remedied. You don't cure it, but he's got it under control. And I have, I'm rooting for that. It doesn't change the past. It doesn't change the reality. If Phil Milkison bet on a Ryder Cup he participated in, he can't and shouldn't be playing in golf tournaments ever again that are competitive and real. The end. Period. End of story. Just like these kids at Iowa. Isaiah Lee, Jareel Brock, whatever. All these guys. If you bet on games that you were a part of. By the way, part of in the college football sense means if you suited up. I don't care if you got in. You can't compete anymore. That is not punitive. That is not, ha-ha, let's punish these losers. I come at this from a place of someone who loves to gamble and who has a a very close friend, now deceased, who struggle with this, and I was sort of in that mix to a degree. you got to be able to say to the people you love and the people you don't, when it comes to this, I have empathy for you, but it's not okay, and these are the consequences. The end. The end. All right. If you want to call us, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Man, Tom, are the Raiders... You know the expression, kick a man when he's down? That's a good expression. I get that expression. By the way, I have kicked somebody when they're down. I haven't been in a fight in a long time. I'm talking like schoolyard stuff, but I'm not a big guy. And my philosophy, and I'm not a tough guy. This is not like real big tough guy. But when you have a big mouth and you're a little dude, and I, Dubuque, Iowa, people want to fight you. What I learned is get them on the ground. So kick them while they're down to me is not just a good expression. It's a, it's a, it's a good, don't get in fights is rule number one. But rule number two, if you get in a fight, don't lose that fight. 
Am I kicking the Raiders while they're down? If I get into this uh, this story, am, am I just am I should I just skip it and pretend everything's going to be okay? No, I think you're about to tell the truth. That's how I view it. All right, Max Crosby, man, why are you all mad? Because you're a Raider. We're going to hear from a a longtime Raider who um who's tired of losing, and we're going to have to give him some hard truth why it's going to continue. That's coming up here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Peter Schwartz. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to Writer Than You. Good morning, Bill. Happy Friday, Junior, to you. Mm. That's Thursday. Friday, mm. Junior. Friday, Junior. We're almost there, man. I'm excited. Friday gave birth to Thursday? How's that possible? Thursday comes first in the timeline. It sure did. On CBS Sports Radio. It sure did. Uh, Tommy, I did did you dirty. I did you wrong. I broke bad on you last segment. I was supposed to ask you, but then I I got into Justified or something. We talked at the start of the show about how, historically speaking, quarterbacks taking first and second in the draft you never have both succeed. And by the way, that is a oversimplification of the same truth. If you go to the first two quarterbacks taken in the draft, you take it, if you go to you know, all the quarterbacks that are taken in the top ten, any way you break this down, it is shockingly overwhelming and likely that you're going to have multiple failures. It just, I mean, remember the, what was the draft that had, it had Josh Allen, am I remembering this right? It had the kid out of UCLA who's a total bust. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen. I mean, Josh Allen obviously worked out. But, like, Rosen didn't work out. That might have... Was that the Zach Wilson draft? Anyway, it all it all merges together. My point is most of these guys don't make it. And the notion that both 
C.J. Stroud, who played poorly last night, as we discussed, and Bryce Young are going to make it, is, is, is historically unlikely and would be historically unprecedented for a number one and number two overall draft pick quarterback combo. Do you have a sort of guess on which way it's going to go for these guys? Uh, very quickly, Bill, just to follow up, that was the 2018 draft, the, the same one with Baker Mayfield, Sam Baker. Darnold, Josh Rosen, Darnold. and That's Josh it. Allen, as you said. 2018. I'm glad I got so one of So Allen was f- not 10. Eight. Josh Allen went number seven to the Bills. Seven. Josh Rosen went number ten to the Cardinals. So one of the four guys worked out. Yeah, because I liked yeah. Josh Rosen, by the way. Because I was in LA and I'd seen him play a bunch. I'd gone to the Rose Bowl and he was just so so talented. Do you yeah, so so another great example. However you I mean, even the even the Deshaun Watson Mahomes draft where you, it's three quarterbacks in the top twelve. Right, that seems historically great if you put aside Deshaun Watson's ugly and awfulness. But Trubisky was the guy taken second, and he's a major buzz. So it's, I don't think both guys are going to make it because history tells us they won't. Do you have a t- strong guess, leaning, worry, concern? Because I root for everybody between Stroud and, and Young and which, which way their careers t- are going to go. I meant to ask you last segment. It's not a great day to say this, but before last night, I would have told you C.J. Stroud just because I'm very concerned. I'm super concerned about how small Bryce Young is. He's basically my height, and he's 200 pounds. Like, I'm concerned about that. I, I'm going to take C.J. Stroud's performance last night with a grain of salt. I, I know it could be indicative of what's to come, but I would tell you that I have more confidence in C.J. Stroud moving forward. I have more confidence in Bryce Young, but... My main confidence is that not, both those guys will not be massively successful. And I would love to be wrong. Like, I, I'm rooting for people, man. Like, be successful, get yours, have a happy life. It's not easy to do, but I'm rooting for, for these guys. At least they weren't draft by the, drafted by the Raiders. Let's, you know what, let's go with a little positivity for them. Maybe not for the Raiders. And the Raiders' level of... I think dysfunction is is more than fair, right? Henry Ruggs' situation, which is awful, and obviously their former head coach, John Gruden, who left in ugly fashion, and just the constant losing, and Derek Carr now getting to be somewhere else, and we talked about this yesterday or the day before. Derek Carr has never, never in his long and, and successful career, statistically speaking, personal execution, has never had a top-20 defense. The Raiders have been bad for a long time. And, and Max Crosby, who is a very talented player for that team, Quick stat fact. By the way, fourth-round pick out of Eastern Michigan. Nice little gem in the, you know, little diamond gem in the... Why does that have to be a diamond in the rough? Why can't it be a ruby in the rough? It's alliteration. Little gem in the rough there. Uh, 2019, he had 10 sacks. 2027 sacks. 2021, he had 8 sacks. And lest you think he's going to trail off, he had a career-high 12.5 sacks last year. Signed a four-year, $94 million extension a few, well, a year and change ago. I think it was not this past March, but the March before. He's under contract for the next few years through 2026. Since he has become a Raider, and an an overachieving Raider at that, Personally speaking, they've been seven and nine, missed the playoffs. Eight and eight, missed the playoffs. Ten and seven, lost in that wild card round to the Bengals. And then last year, six and eleven. And yesterday, frustrated, over it, tired of losing. This dude got pretty candid. For me, I just I worry about the day. You know, I'm worried about getting better today, and then tomorrow when it gets here, I'm worried about that. You know, every single day I come in here, I think about winning. You know, I don't do this year round to come in and not make the playoffs. I'm sick of that. And uh, I want to keep winning. And I want to get back to the playoffs. I want to be in Cincinnati on the road, you know, in a hostile environment. That's why I play the game. That's why I work the way I work. You know, I come here and I do, you know, I do this all year. And 
like I said, I want to win championships. I want to be at the top of the game. I want to be the number one guy, regardless of position. Um, and I work for that every single day. So, yeah, you know, I'm fired up for this organization. I love all the people in here, and I'm, I'm really just trying to, um, you know, be my best version of myself and lead, you know, lead by example. I'd be tired of that bleep too, but Josh McDaniels is your head coach. Devontae Adams has been wasting away. Now maybe there will be a connection that works with him and new quarterback Jimmy G, assuming, presuming Jimmy Garoppolo can stay healthy and can be successful. You've got Josh Jacobs, who was franchised and is not happy about that reality and has not been at training camp, though history tells us he'll show up. He'll I'm not sure if he'll show up. He'll play because he'll want – the money, Josh Jacobs, probably the best running back in football last year. And led the league in, in um, rushing yards with 1,653. And the Raiders over under this season is, is 7.5. Remember, I know you know this, but just to say it, not out of 16 games now, it's out of 17 games. So they're on target for mediocrity. I The other thing, Tom, the AFC is brutal. And the AFC West is just, I mean, good luck. Because the Chiefs are going, and the Chiefs hate the Raiders. And remember, the Raiders under Gruden drove around Arrowhead during COVID when you could do that and honk their horns when they beat them one time. And, and the Chiefs have gone out of their way to try to humiliate Vegas ever since. Those are two losses. <laughs> that's, two, that's two out of seven. So it's 15 games. You're 0-2 against the Chiefs. It's 15 games. I know we talk about the Chargers every year, and are they going to push through, but they obviously have a better, a markedly better quarterback. And I guess I'm repeating the same broken, scratchy record as last year. But it sure feels like the Broncos, I don't think they're going to be great, but I think the Broncos are going to be competently run, even if Sean Payton shouldn't be saying that about Nathaniel Can't Hack It. But I'm going to retire that name during Hard Knocks because Hard Knocks wins me over with everybody. I'll get back to it after Hard Knocks is over. That's going to be a tougher a, a tougher couple games. I just, and I don't even think the Raiders are good. So I don't even know why I'm going through the strength of a, 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 of a division for a team I don't think is very good. My point is, Max Crosby, I know you want to be on the road in a hostile environment against the Bengals. The only hostile environment you're probably going to experience is at your home stadium sometime in November when the fans who are actually there are booing you guys because they're so mad. That That's kind of where I'm at. No hope for you guys. They're unequivocally the worst team in that division. And if they're already the worst team in that division, like what chance are we really giving them to even be a 500 football team? Like... Max Crosby is a bright spot in what I'm going to call a beautiful disaster in Las Vegas. Beautiful disaster? I, I don't, like this. I don't believe in their head coach. We've already seen this before. I don't think he's cut out for it. They have a stepping stone quarterback, and I think I'm being nice in signing Jimmy G. Like, the, the head coach and the quarterback know each other. That's why they went after the, You know, they had time together in New England. That's, why, that's the only reason why they signed him. I mean, the dude Jimmy G can't stay healthy. They have maybe either the best or the second best wide receiver in football right now. But what good is that going to do you if he can't get the football? And Max Crosby's a stud. And what does that all add up to? Probably seven wins. Let me ask you this question. And I think it's, a, I think it's an interesting one and, and somewhat of a, of, a, of a difficult one. Who is going to be the worst team in the AFC this year? Is it the Texans? Is that who I'm supposed to... To point, it seems like the easy answer, but I, I I go through each of those divisions, and it feels to me like every one of those teams, other than the Texans, maybe the Colts too, because they're they're not very think that they can be good. The Titans think they can be good. Other than other than the Colts and the Texans, 
and maybe the Colts can surprise some people. I don't think they will. Who's the easy out on the schedule if you're playing an AFC team? I think it's going to be the Raiders. And I'm with you. I think, right. it's the, I think it's the Colts. I think the Colts are the worst team in the AFC. But I'm going to put the Texans ahead of the Raiders, man. Like, I think at least the Texans have a plan. To me, Las Vegas has no direction and no plan. And I think that's why you heard the frustration with Max Crosby. Like, he knows, man. Like, you can't fool players. He knows. And you don't think Anthony Richardson can come in. Was he taken in the top five? Number four. I mean, I don't think they will. I'm just, I, and we'll. See, I think he's going to start, but like we'll see. That's the thing about the Raiders. I think you're right because if you're the Raiders, you obviously have to beat out these other teams in the AFC in order to make the postseason. I look, the Steelers aren't going to probably be that formidable in terms of a playoff team, but they're going to be tough. The Browns, the Ravens, and the Bengals all think they can win that division. I think the AFC East is is a is is absolutely brutal and I'm suddenly now a you know a Jets believer because I've been hoodwinked by hard knocks and Aaron Rodgers I'll come back to my senses in maybe a month but for the moment I mean I guess the AFC South always kind of sucks but I love Jacksonville and I have a soft spot for Mike Vrabel coach teams even though they're not expected to be very good they're going to play a tough it's just the Raiders are the third worst team in that in, in, in the AFC they're the third worst team right now, and what happens? Because we know it's inevitable when Jimmy G gets hurt. What's the plan? Call Tom That's, Brady, right? Get him no. out. Of, get him out of ownership. No. I, I'm can just you, saying, there's no plan. Can you, can you imagine, man? There's absolutely no plan in Las Vegas. Who's their backup? Can, I had to look at Google. Can you name their backups? It's, I will give you. It's Tom uh-huh. Brady. Jimmy G gets hurt. It's Tom Brady. It's, if that's true, Josh McDaniels is going to sneak into his house with a baseball bat and hurt his ankle. It's not Tom Brady. They're going to trip him when he's going down the stairs. You don't think Tom Brady will get a call? Oh, he'll get a call. They won't even have to call him because he's part of ownership now. He's he's done, dude. He cannot come back. Don't put that nightmare into my brain, okay? Uh, Tom Brady is basically 80 now. (laughs) I had to look up where their backup was. Yeah. But it makes sense now that I see it. Brian Hoyer? Yeah. It's because they all know each other from New England. That's the only reason. But you said that with such contempt, and it's beautiful. Oh, wait. Ladies and gentlemen, his headphones are off. He just basically producer bomb mic dropped after the first hour on a Friday show. Love that. Rick Spielman, former Vikings GM and CBS Sports HQ analyst, joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 